listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome to episode number 170. WWE Backlash was incredible with a red-hot crowd and a fun match between Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. I covered two shows over the weekend, including a fun night at Fusion Wrestling in Villa Park and the crowning of a new champion. And Rocket Pro Wrestling's Kicks on 66, where the idols lost control of RPW. Joey Roth used me as a human shield, and we crowned multiple new champions. And we'll hear exclusive comments from new RPW champion Dreambreaker Aaron Stone and new RPW Outer Limits champion, Wild Child, Connor Hopkins. Plus, we welcome, for the very first time, a wrestler who frequents northeastern Illinois and southeastern Wisconsin. You've seen him at places such as Racine Championship Wrestling, Brew City Wrestling, GLCW, ACW, and All Heel Wrestling. And he's a Black and Brave graduate. And we welcome perfection. You'll get all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle, but what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in-person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.trueheightstx.com or give them a call at 708-248-7039. My name is Storm Grayson. I'm your freelance wrestling world champion, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam Podcast. All right, back here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So much to get to. Let's start with WWE Backlash this past Saturday night, May the 6th, in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Red hot crowd. They were on fire for both SmackDown and Backlash. WWE Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair, retains the title by pinning EO Sky with damage control ringside after a KOD. And then Seth freaking Rollins pins Omas after a super curb stomp. Basically a curb stomp, but jumping off the top rope. Pretty cool visual right there. And then for the WWE United States Championship, the triple threat match, Austin Theory retains by defeating Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. The WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, and the crowd was really hot for this. Rhea Ripley retains the title, pinning Zelina Vega after a riptide. Zelina Vega, a native Puerto Rican, grew up in New York. Fans were really behind her. She was really emotional, and this was a pretty darn good match. And it was a fun match, and Rhea Ripley comes out victorious. And then we had, speaking of fun matches, the San Juan Street Fight And a lot of people said this could have been the main event, and they sure played it up like it. Bad Bunny pins Damian Priest, and this was a crazy brawl, lots of weapons, and lots of interference. 
appearances from Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, Cruz del Toro, Savio Vega, and Carlito. I mean, I popped big for Carlito. That was a pretty cool sight. And then in the six-man tag, we had the Bloodline, Soa Sokoa, Jay and Jimmy Uso, defeating Matt Riddle and the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, when Solo Sokoa pinned Matt Riddle, following a Samoan spike to the throat. And then in the main event, Cody Rhodes pins a bloodied Brock Lesnar after a pair of crossroads. Really hot show. And it seems like, once again, Triple H is controlling most of this creative, and it shows. It was really good. All right, to the local action. This past Friday night, May the 5th, my first appearance at the famous Galley Arena, the five-star Swap Mart in Villa Park, Fusion Wrestling Chicago presented Kings and Queens, and to start it off, we had a Fight Forever Rumble. Now, this match was used to determine the new Fusion champion. I don't know if that changed at some point or I misunderstood the advertising, but this is how the Fusion Championship was decided. Axel Rico wins the Fusion title, last eliminating Cody James. Now, Cody appeared to have won the match after he threw out Axel, but Axel landed on his friend and legal counsel Eric Schultz, and his feet never touched the floor. And then eventually, Axel got back in the ring and eliminated Cody. The final four were Axel, Cody, Eric Schultz, and Metalhead. After the match, Commissioner Steve Eric comes out and makes a championship match for Axel Rico versus Cody James for Fusion's next show on Friday, June the 23rd. Now, in this match, there were a lot of young and up-and-coming talent, and there was also a kooky lucha character by the name of Konome Ito, and that guy was a riot. I mean, he was all over the place, and it was quite the entertaining act, if you ask me. And then we had Steve Boz with Mr. Television. He pins Hawaiian hitman Koa Laksamana with Pretty Reckless, following a twist of fate after a distraction from Mr. Television. Now, this Mr. Television guy was all over the place at Fusion, and he kind of be a little bit of a pain in the butt. And then we had Paulie Tomaselli pinning Matteo Valentine in a really fun match after countering a Winnow's Peak attempt into a GTS. And then Apocalypto defeats Doug Simmons with Mr. Television via a disqualification after a low blow. After the match, Doug Simmons beat down Apocalypto until Dogface Bastard Greg Murray came down with a chair. And then a match was made for next month with Apocalypto and Greg Murray against Doug Simmons and Mr. Television, who will step into the ring. And in the semi-main event, we had Eric Schultz with Axel Rico and Axel's female companion. And Schultz pins Rafael Quintero after a cutter out of nowhere. And Quintero is a guy that's coming through the CSW school. And this is actually my first time experiencing Rafael Quintero in a match. And he was quite amazing. He looked really good. And he's got a tremendous upside. So... I think you're going to start seeing him on CSW cards sooner than later. And then in your main event, it was supposed to be a mixed tag team match with Shelly the Bombshell involved and condolences to Shelly on the loss of her beloved pet. And it's never easy to lose a pet. And our thoughts and prayers are with Shelly the Bombshell. But in that main event, we had Miss Kate with both Doug Simmons and Mr. Television pinning Jordan Cross. After Simmons hits Cross with Missa Kate's NWA Women's Tag Team Championship as Mr. Television was distracting the referee Kevin Woods. 
After the match of enraged Jordan Cross challenges Doug Simmons to an impromptu match, and within a minute or so, he hits Simmons with the cross cutter, gets the three count, so the student defeats the teacher. Fun times at Fusion Wrestling. Definitely will be back at some point in the future. All right, and then Saturday, May the 6th, I was at Rocket Pro Wrestling in St. Joe's Park in Joliet. There was a fan access with all kinds of wrestler appearances. No coast participated in a water balloon deal where fans could throw water balloons at Brian Crazer and Joey Blues. All kinds of fun stuff. The power hour of Steve Arendt and C. Red and Cactus Rack took place outside. Really cool stuff. I was able to conduct a couple of quick interviews during fan access. Right now, let's hear from RPW Chicagoland champion, the amazing Turtle. Mike Pankow from WindyCitySlam.com and Windy City Slam Podcast here with the Rocket Pro Wrestling Chicagoland champion. Ladies and gentlemen, the amazing turtle, and we're here at Rocket Pro Access, the fan fest before kicks on 66. So, turtle, again, congratulations on becoming the new Chicago Land champion. Thank you, sir. It's been a fun ride so far, it's just to get to this belt. Lots of up and down, but hey, all that matters in the end, I'm the champ. Yeah, and some places you're a referee, some places you're a wrestler. So, how does this feel to actually? get an accomplishment in the ring as a wrestler winning a championship like this. Well, after all these years, I never thought I'd see the day. You know, being a rep for so long, you know, I got into the business just to wrestle. I got asked to rep, and then it just became a thing. And accomplishing just winning a title was awesome, but the crowd reaction was beyond awesome. Yeah, Rocket Pro Wrestling, just an amazing fandom. Great fans, great shows, a great variety of talent as well. And That's there's the right here. Uh, Hawaiian hitman Koa Aksamana saying hello to everybody. He's always Recognize following him. Recognize the champ. He follows me everywhere I go. Or do I follow him? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but again, Rocket Pro Wrestling, great fandom. So what do you think about all the great talent on these Rocket Pro shows? Oh, top of the line talent on this show. I don't even know if I can compete with them, but I'm going to try. Yeah. You got guys like those damn coyotes. You got Gunner Brave. You got Quinn Wittick. You got Aaron Stone. Lots of great talent on these shows. Definitely. I'll be teaming with the coyotes and Hot Rod Daddy Andy tonight. Absolutely. Yeah, and real quick before we let you go, Turtle, go ahead and promote your social media and where people can find your merchandise and stuff. I can, uh, well, let's see. Uh, I don't know everything by heart, honestly, because I don't check social media all the time but my instagram you can give me at mikey31385 i do have twitter which is um something and something <laughs> sorry i'm not really prepared um it's turtle mike 313 um you also got my uh, facebook which is michael a marat and awlt that's right it's my shoot name deal with it um, I do have a TikTok that I don't really use as much. That's uh, Turtle Pizza. Um, but yeah, and then I got merchandise, pictures, uh, hopefully t-shirts sometime down the line. All right, Turtle, thank you very much and best of luck. Thank you, sir. All right. Cool to talk to the amazing Turtle and also making appearance at Rocket Pro's Fan Access, even though he did not wrestle on the show, was Rocket Pro semi-regular and he'll be more regular coming up over the next couple of years hawaiian hitman koa laksamana let's hear from koa right now mike panko from windycityslam.com and windycityslam podcast here at rocket pro 
fan access with the Hawaiian hitman, Koa Laksamana. Koa, how you doing? Wonderful. Super, I've never done a, one of these Rocket Pro fan access. This is a lot of fun. I uh, get to hang out with all the fellow workers here before the big show tonight, as well as get to uh, have one-on-one -on -one time with a lot of the fans, which a lot of us, we don't get to, to do often. So this is really cool. So you've been a part of Rocket Pro for a couple months now. I had a match or two here and there. So what do you think of the atmosphere here at Rocket Pro? I love it. I'm booked for the next two years here. So, yep. Which only makes sense because uh, one of my gyms is right down the street and I only live like 15 minutes from here. So it's yeah. perfect. So a hometown boy coming to Rocket Pro Wrestling yep. the next two years. So get your Hawaiian hitman Koalaksamana while you can. That's right. Well, I'm going to be here for the next two years. So you're yep. going to get a lot of me. Also, um, I'm available at my gym, Shored Fitness, which is just right down the street. Um, then if you uh, you want to add me on Instagram, it's Koa underscore Vince Robbins. That's my real name. Koa is my nickname growing up. So uh, looking forward to seeing more of you guys, uh, more of the fans, as well as doing a lot more Rock and Pro shows. And you've been getting around. Uh, you just did Fusion this weekend as well. You're doing you AEW. You're there. <laughs> you yep. there. I was at Got Fusion. Got half my nipple ripped off last night, and I'm still working tonight, AEW Pro tonight against Trevor Outlaw. Yeah. Two good friends and two good people of mine, uh, Trevor Outlaw tonight and then uh, Steve Boz last night. Yeah, Steve is excellent. I had a lot of fun working with him. Uh, he's, uh, he's a pretty shysty uh, uh, um, wrestler. You know, he's got some tricks up his sleeve that I have never seen before. So he got the better of me last night, but I want to run it back. I already talked to Steve Aaron. We're going to run it back next month at Fusion. So I'll be back, Fusion. That's uh, June the 23rd back at the Galley Arena, Five Star Swap Mart in Villa Park. All right, and if you want to catch um, Koal Laksamana, just stay tuned to his uh, Facebook page, Hawaiian Hitman Koal Laksamana, and he will let you know where he's going to be. That's right. I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm working at least eight to ten shows a month now, so love you, fans, and uh, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for continuing to support my journey in pro wrestling. I love it. got some new t-shirts about to drop right now, so we'll be ready by next week. All right. Thanks, Koal. Yeah, love you guys. Always fun to talk to Koal Laksamana. Now let's get to the main event, Saturday night, May the 6th, Rocket Pro Wrestling presented Kicks on 66 at St. Joe's Park. The show opened with a last man standing match for the RPW Intercounty Championship, and Rion Skills defeats Maximus Orion to win the championship. This was a crazy brawl going through the crowd, and it was a really cool spot by Maximus Orion with full lightsabers as he continuously whacked Rion Skills dozens of times with them. Late in the match, Skills nails Orion with a wristwatch and then throws him through a door, gets the 10 count, wins the title. Tornado tag team match, and this is a crazy one. The fans brought the weapons, and there were a lot of kooky weapons in this one. A styrofoam head, two by fours, tables, everything, you know, and no coast's team of DC Shaw and Travon Wolf actually pulled out the victory over no coast of Joey Blues and Brian Crazer. Before the match started, therapist Davison Sarai, our recent guest right here on Windy City Slam podcast, she came out and gave certificates of completion to Brian and Joey, but Brian and Joey disrespected Sarai and she just left the ring and said Brian and Joey were on their own. Midway through the match, the lovely intoxicated men and Chet Gunderson came out and Chet gave DC Shaw a Thor-like magic hammer. And the craziness continued as Shaw and Wolf put Joey Blues through a stack of action figure-sized tables. Yes, the little tables that actually come with the WWE action figures with a 3D. In the end, though, Shaw accidentally hits Wolf with a chair, 
before taking out Joey Blues and getting the pin and the win for their team. After the match, however, an upset Wolf turns on Shaw, hits him with a chair, walks out. Eight-man tag team match. Those damn coyotes of Brooks Burner and Damian Deshane, Hot Rod Daddy Andy, and the Amazing Turtle with Cactus Rack defeated the fabulous idols of Rockstar Johnny Nye, Damian Gray, Kevin Cade, and Flash Harris when Hot Rod pinned Johnny Nye after Joey Roth accidentally hits Nye with his Joey Roth championship belt. Remember that when the main event comes around because what goes around comes around. And after the match, Flash Harris was upset at the rest of the idols, took a mic, ran down a list of the icons he had wrestled recently, and then a familiar tune hits. And Grin comes out, beats up Harris to a tremendous ovation. And then in the last match before intermission, the Rocket Pro Outer Limits Championship, the wild child Connor Hopkins finally perseveres, overcomes the King of the North Gunner Brave in a two out of three falls match, two to one to win the championship. In the first fall, Hopkins wins via countout after driving Brave through a stack of chairs set up on the outside. Second fall, Brave ends up getting a roll-up pin. And then in the third fall, Hopkins hits a skull-crushing finale-type maneuver from the top rope, gets the pin on Gunner Brave. After intermission, Dreambreaker Aaron Stone comes out, and then GM Damian Saint joins him in the ring with the RPW Championship belt. Saint awards Stone the title since sexy violence Quinn Wittick was hospitalized and could not appear. But he had to defend the title against the undeniable's The Ryan Matthews. So the Dreambreaker Aaron Stone pins The Ryan Matthews at first with his unwilling associate Jay Beck in his corner after a blue thunderbomb. During the course of the match, the Kings of the Six and Counselor Eric Schultz of the Undeniable attempted to interfere. And finally, Brooks Berna, Damian Deshane, and Connor Hopkins of Those Damn Coyotes came out to even the odds and chase away the Undeniable. J-Beck then stepped into the ring. Why is J-Beck stepping into the ring? Uh, he's an unwilling partner of the Undeniable holding up the Ryan Matthews giant heads. He takes off his walking boot, nails Aaron Stone with it, turning in the process and becoming a willing participant with the Undeniable, but Matthews still could not get the three count. As a dismayed Damien Saint watched on, Stone super kicks Matthews as he tried to use his giant cardboard fathead as a weapon, and then he hits the blue thunder bomb for the win. Right now, let's hear these exclusive comments from Dreambreaker Aaron Stone. All right, Mike Pankow from WindyCitySlam.com and Windy City Slam Podcast here with the new Rocket Pro Wrestling Champion, That's Dream so Breaker, Aaron Stone. God, man, it's been a hell of a ride. But like I told you, I didn't need to win. I had to win. And, like, and, I, and I did exactly that. So, hey, man, Rocket Pro Wrestling. The landscape has just changed. I told you guys I was going to be the new heavyweight champion of Rock and Roll, and I kept that promise. Let's go. Let's go. A little bit of a curveball thrown at you tonight, though. Quentin Whittock was not here. He was stripped of the title. You were awarded the championship, and then you defended the title against the undeniable's Ryan Matthews. And, of course, the Kings of the Six, 
Councillor Eric Schultz, David, uh, David Saint, they just threw everything at you, just like they have in the last several months. So you can't keep me down, bro. You cannot keep me down. You can throw whatever you want to throw at me, but like I said, I had to win this championship, and I kept that promise. So again, everybody who supported me in this run, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Like, yo, this has been very surreal. And J. Bit the paycheck willingly joined Undeniable. And it just, you know, it was crazy to me too. I wasn't expecting that. That was a swerve out of left field. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I expected Damien Saint to try to pull every single stop that he could to try to stop me, but it didn't happen. J-Bet, I'm the one who helped you. I saved you, but you had to turn on me. But guess what? To no avail, still the RPW heavyweight champion. Let's go. Dreambreaker, Aaron Stone, thank you very much. And congratulations once again on becoming the new Rocket Pro thank Wrestling Thank you so kid. much. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Let's get it, bro. You guys will see me next season. Rocket Pro Heavyweight Champion. Let's go. Congratulations again to Aaron Stone on winning the Rocket Pro Wrestling Championship. Then we had the Tag Team Gauntlet match with the winners getting a future RPW Tag Team Championship match and the final level of Shogun Chris Logan and All Day Marche Rocket defeated the tandems of Joey Dalton and Ruthless Rockin' Rivera, the Ewok and Shaq Jordan, the Kings of the Six, Skylar Reed and Devon August, and the Scumbag Army, Tom Heisman and B.O.W. In the end, Shogun superkicks Heisman and Marche hits him with an M80 to get the pin. So the final level were the first team in the gauntlet and they survived all the way. Impressive victory there by the two veterans. And in a strat match, it was Buck Nasty, Bucky Collins, defeating old evil Christian Rose via a disqualification when a frustrated Rose removes the strap from his hand and attacks Bucky with the chair. The rest of TDC comes down to try to calm down Rose, but Rose shoves Hopkins. Crazy stuff right there. So is there a little tension now with those damn Coyotes? Everybody else has a championship now, while former champion Christian Rose does not. So maybe there's a little tension there. Um, we'll see what happens when we come back in the fall. But before we get to the main event, let's hear exclusive comments from your new RPW Outer Limits champion, Wild Child Connor Hopkins, and his thoughts on Christian Rose shoving him. Mike Panka from WindyCitySlam.com and the Windy City Slam podcast here with the new Rocket Pro Outer Limits champion, the wild child, Connor Hopkins. Connor, how you doing? I'm living the dream, man. This is a, it's been a fantastic evening. I got suitcase is a little heavier going home tonight. Yep. So Gunner Brave is a guy you've been chasing for a while, and he's a guy that's held it over 500 days, I believe. So what was it like to finally get the job done against him? Man, so you saw in the promo video beforehand, I've been chasing this for almost three years now. Not even just the belt, but literally just beating Gunner Brave. Uh, my first time in Rocket Pro Wrestling, you beat me. And then the first show back out of the pandemic with fans, he beat me. So, yeah, it felt really, really good to not only beat him, but this illustrious prize from him. So he had a little bit of an issue with your uh, Those Damn Coyotes partner, uh, Christian Rose. Uh, he got a little heated. Yeah, um, yeah, man, you know, Rose is a bit of a hothead. Um, and I thought he had kind of mellowed in his old age, but 
Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's, it's a weird touch-and-go situation. He, like, won't even talk to us in the back right now. Okay. So maybe uh, time will tell, you know, next fall we'll find out uh, whether things are better with you guys. Yeah, and, you know, hopefully over the summer we can smooth things out. We'll be rocking and rolling come September. And uh, TDC will always be holding it down in Rocket Pro Wrestling. And TDC is also killing it in Dreamwave Wrestling. You had that match with uh, Vic Capri at the yeah. show, correct? Yeah. So what's it like to get in the ring with the ice pick? He's the man. Anytime anyone asks me that, he is absolutely the man. Um, he's been everywhere. He's done everything. He is strong and huge and fast and scary. Um, so it felt pretty good knowing that I could hang in the ring with him. It, uh, it was really cool. A little intimidating, but pretty cool. Connor Hopkins, thank you very much, and congratulations again. Thank you. Good to speak to Connor Hopkins after the show. And now for your main event a mixed tag team match for control of Rocket Pro Wrestling and Joey and Roxy's personal championship belts, we have Steve Arendt and Shelly defeating Joey Roth and Roxy Hart. As predicted, shenanigans, crazy stuff all over. After the ref was taken out, when Arendt splashes Roth into the corner, the idols stormed the ring, took down Steve, and threatened Shelly until Shogun Chris Logan, Marche Rocket, Kevin Nuke Palmer, and Maximus Orion came out to even the odds and chased away the idols. And during all this chaos, Joey Roth had the gall to use me as a human shield and totally was not expecting it. I was taking pictures at ringside along with a couple of the other photographers and the videographer, and all of a sudden I feel Joey like holding my back and he's doing the old human shield deal, and that was a first for me, and it was quite the experience. I don't know whether to thank Joey Roth or curse him out, but it was somewhat cool after the fact. And then Johnny Nye, with a ref shirt, came out looking like he was going to help Joey Roth and Roxy. He hits Joey with the Joey Roth title, and then Shelly makes Roxy tap out to the triangle choke for the victory. And now the triangle choke is a trademark move of Maximus Orion, who, of course, is the son of Shelly. So, quite the victory. Steve and Shelly celebrate. The crowd goes wild. And actually, this match, for as goofy as it was, had the most crowd reaction, the most investment into the match. It was awesome. And the entire show, credit to Kevin Palmer, Bill Shelly, and all the wrestlers and staff over at Rocket Pro Wrestling for a tremendous season and a great closing show to the 2022-23 season. And we'll see them again down the line. And they return for Fall Brawl on September the 9th. And they will also have a fan access that day. Stay tuned to RocketProWrestling.com and Rocket Pro Wrestling socials for more information as the summer goes on. All right, Saturday, May the 6th, we also had AAW Pro's Uno Mas at Irving Hall in Chicago. We had Shane Hollister pinning Jossie by holding his tights. Sierra continues her red-hot run in AAW, pinning Shaza McKenzie after a backpack stunner. Robert Eagle Anthony pins the human highlight Isaiah Moore after a Mandalorian driver. And then Ego challenges Mance Warner to a future pure rules match at an upcoming AAW show and says that is the only way he's willing to face Mance Water. And then we had a six-man scramble. Thrill Billy Silas Mason gets the victory over Anthony Katina, Brayden Lee, Dante Leon, Hartenbauer, and Solomon Tupu when Mason pins Katina following a thrill ride. 
Joe Alonzo with Chuck Smooth pins Heather Reckless after Smooth interfered and Alonzo hits a crossroads. For the AAW Championship, Jake Something retains over the savage weight Fred Yehi after hitting into the void after a grueling 25-minute battle. Swag champ Ren Jones pins Sabotage Sean Logan after a powerbomb and then Rush Jones comes out beats Ren Jones by a disqualification when Xavier Walker jumped into the ring and attacked Russ. Big Beef Narles Garvin pins Conan Lycan after a beefy bomb and a big splash from the top. AAW Heritage Champion Davey Vega with Johnny Bravo pins Levi Everett to retain using a leverage pin grabbing Everett's jeans after Hartenbauer interfered in the match. And in your main event, AEW's Ray Fenix Pins Gringo Loco after a Poison Rana and a Cutter. Upcoming events, this Thursday, May the 11th, PWX's Power Hour is in Streeter. Friday night, May the 12th, Bruce City's Retribution at the Waukesha Elks Lodge just outside of Milwaukee. And then, Friday night, May the 12th, we have Freelance Wrestling's The Last of Us at Irving Hall in Chicago. You can catch it on IWTV.live if you can't make it to Irving Hall. And the matches are as follows. We have Freelance World Champion Storm Grayson defending against Chris Bay. Freelance Legacy Champion Brian Keith defends against Devon Monroe. Freelance Tag Team Championship The Bang Bros defend against Wasted Youth. We have Iron Demon Shane Mercer with James Russo taking on Craig Mitchell in a grudge match. And we have a 30-person battle royal. And these are the names that have been announced so far. El Torero, Darius Luttrell, Coco Lane, Shada McKenzie, Marino T, Ezio Arlandi, Cole Radrick, Philly C, Sabin Gage, Dan the Dad, Sword of Incredible Iverson, and Coda Hernandez. Now, Saturday, May the 13th, we have Rockford Damage, Inc., Mother's Day Mayhem at the Teamsters Hall in Rockford. Saturday night, May the 13th, Freelance Underground presents the Long Good Saturday back at Thornton Distilling Company in Thornton. Matches announced so far include Freelance Underground Champion Calvin Tankman facing Simon Gotch, Freelance Underground Independent Champion Chico Suave in his first title defense against Darren Corbin, Freelance Underground and Wrestling for a Cure Tag Team Champions Pick and Pop Darius Latrell and Carter Hernandez defend against the Philly Marino Experience, we have Gunner Brave facing off against the veteran Rough Crossing, and Wes Barkley takes on Mojo McQueen. Also this weekend, we have Saturday the 13th, Squared Circle Megastars presents Redemption at the Berwyn Eagles Club. The Sons of Devon Dudley will be in action that night, plus a lot of other cool local stars. And then we have Saturday night, May the 13th, ARW is unstoppable at the American Legion Post 100 in Lake Station, Indiana. ARW is red hot, and they're looking to continue that momentum. And then Saturday night, May the 13th, also in Lake Station, Indiana, we have League of Wrestling presenting Head Games. All right, coming up in a few moments, our special guest for this week, Perfection. Stay tuned. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com.
SSW Tag Team Champion, the Punk Rock Prince, Jordan Cross here, live at the Broad Stop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you are checking out my best friends over at Windy City Slam Podcast. Mike Pankow, you are the man. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, share, and everything else. And you can follow me at The Jordan Cross. I am the Punk Rock Prince. Thank you. All right, we welcome for the first time a wrestler who frequents Northeastern Illinois and Southeastern Wisconsin. And you've seen him at places such as Racing Championship Wrestling, Bruce City Wrestling, WPW, now that's wrestling, GLCW, ACW, No Regrets Wrestling, and All Heel Wrestling. He's a Black and Wave graduate. Ladies and gentlemen, this is perfection. Yes, this is perfection. Definitely. Of course. How you doing? Perfect as always. So you like to come to the ring with a full-length mirror to admire yourself before the match begins. Why is that? The question is, why not? Why wouldn't why wouldn't you or any of the other peasants want to look at perfection? Like, like perfection can't let all of you peasants get all the glory of looking at perfection. Perfection wants to look at themselves. So of course, gotta gotta make sure everything looks good before the match. Make sure everything looks hundred percent perfect. That every hair in place, you know, the smile looks good, all that stuff. Of course, of course, always got to because when perfection goes into a match and it comes out of match, it's always it's always gonna look precise. You know the the you know the victory photos that you know that your photographers take always got to make sure every single picture looks absolutely perfect yep so what makes you so perfect the the vanity that oozes from you is simply outrageous does perfect if you've seen perfection you already know the reason why perfection go on about biceps perfection go on about his abs perfection go on about how perfect his core is because he can, because perfection can can move his stomach and roll his stomach so perfectly, his abs just look. Uh, see, perfect is is just the word. That's it. That's that's the entity perfection takes. Perfection is by definition perfection. So you trained at Black and Brave with Seth Rollins and Mark Brave, and you were in the same class as Heather Reckless. So, what was that experience like going over there? Perfection will say that Black and Brave is Perfection likes to go, like to explain as the Harvard of all wrestling schools. It is the most grueling physically, mentally, and and, and emotionally. There's been a lot of ups and downs uh, in terms of Perfection's experience. Uh, and Perfection's man enough to say Perfection was taken to the limit. And Perfection almost quit multiple times, but that's that's a thing. That's the business as wrestling as it is. It's gonna be grueling. It's gonna be it's gonna be physically challenging, mentally challenging, emotionally challenging. So the fact that perfection even got to graduate at this school just shows perfection to go through anything and strive in the business of wrestling. Now 
the level of talent that has come through those doors at Black and Brave. I mean, there's a ton of guys in the Midwest and in the Chicagoland area that have come there. I mentioned Heather Reckless. There's Blair Onyx. There's Conan Lycan. There's even uh, Nathan Frazier at NXT. So the names just keep pouring and pouring out of that school. Of course. Like, there's a reason why, and that's because we as students have somebody who's in the business who is doing it currently and at the top tier level that of of course Seth Rollins is going to teach us not only just a thing or two but teaches his whole arsenal and not even just moves or 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 looks or characters but also like also like psychology on how to how to beat opponents how to how to tell a story and that's that's one of the biggest things perfection feels that Rollins teaches is storytelling and perfection also likes to take that into account of every single match he does. And you mentioned Seth Rollins and that got me to thinking all the extravagant robes and, and attire you wear to the ring. And now all of a sudden the last year or so, Seth is kind of doing the same thing. So you think maybe Seth is borrowing from perfection? That's not a maybe. Perfection probably, you know, perfection possibly did lend a couple coats or two to Rollins. But that's okay because he enlisted his knowledge onto perfection to make what perfection is. And perfection decided to give back to Rollins and it's, it, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship between uh, perfection's coach and perfection. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, perfection breeds perfection, I guess. Right. <laughs> there it is. So you credit Zeke Zishi for your shot at Zawa and also Jordan cross for helping open some doors for you. So what are your relationships like with those guys? Uh, Azishi definitely gave Perfection the foot in the door. Beginning of 2020, believe the end of January. And Zishi definitely saw Perfection and saw that what saw the potential that Perfection had. So Zishi gave Perfection a shot. And I guess the guess the rest is history. As far as Jordan Cross, Jordan Cross and Perfection relationship. Yeah, sure. Jordan gave gave perfection a few pointers, but perfection would say Jordan gave perfection the ball, and perfection never gave it back. Let's just say that, and perfection is not looking to give it back. Yeah, Jordan's doing stuff in Warrior, and to be frank, and pretty sure everyone else sees, he's been getting pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. That's but if it was perfection, perfection would be doing the same thing, but it wouldn't be luck. It would be straight skill. It would be because of perfection's talents. It wouldn't be just because of luck. But shout out to you, Jordan Cross. Congratulations on your what? What was it? Tenth episode of Windy City Slam, right? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, he's been a fairly frequent guest. Yes. Maybe not as much as 10, but uh, maybe four-ish. <laughs> it's, that's four too much of Jordan Cross. Just yeah. saying. Okay. So who pushed perfection t- toward wrestling? And who were your idols growing up? Let's see. 
there wasn't a who that pushed perfection. If anything, perfection was born for wrestling. Let, let's 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 do some trivia here, Mike. November seventeenth, nineteen ninety six, the day perfection was born. Do you know what 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 day that was? The let perfection give you a hint. It's a Sunday. Yes. Did do, do, do you know any pay per views that could be happening in November? Usually Survivor Series. Correct. Oh, Correct. Yes. Also Survivor Series nineteen ninety six. Do you remember any iconic moments? During that time, I believe Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin had a match. True, true, but there was also don't know if you remember a uh, young uh, blue chipper by the name of Rocky Maivia that oh, debuted yes. in WWE at that show. Yes, as part at of that the same show. Yes, as part of one of the Survivor Series teams. Yes, correct. So there's some correlation there. There's definitely, if, if you see the star born in WWE, mm-hmm. the star was born into the world. So, yeah. And, and, and no one could see this, but perfection is drinking a Zoa right now. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Dwayne Rocky, Rock Johnson. Yep. <laughs> Rocky perfection. Um, as far, and then as far as idols to answer your second question, the rocks, the top one. Yep. Obviously, but growing up, it would be Eddie Guerrero, okay, coming up second, and then Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I know that's more recent, mm-hmm. uh, but as uh, an Asian, seeing the representation excel despite the and let's be honest, uh, Asian representation back then was very one-sided. It was mm-hmm. very being kind to Jiri, Yoshitatsu pretty much the same but with shinsuke it's a lot more uh charisma extravagance and that's where perfection gets some of that from as far and also uh with uh fighting style as well as like the strong style what about Shawn michaels i mean it seems like you take some of your mannerisms after him i think that i think that's more of a a blind influence yes perfection takes like some stuff from Shawn Michaels, but Perfection thinks Perfection does enough to tweak it to make it Perfection's own. But yes, there is a, a taste of the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. All right, let's turn to some of your more current events. One of the biggest matches of your career is coming up on Sunday, May the 21st in Woodstock for All Hue Wrestling. Perfection challenges Paulie Tomaselli for the AHW Midwestern Championship. Paulie's a 20-year veteran in the business and has wrestled many, many big names over the years. So what do you think about your chances against Paulie? So, like you said, he has faced many names, including Perfection Zone, Seth Rollins, or back then, Tyler Black. Yes. If you look back at the records, Tyler Black has beaten Paulie Tomaselli in ICW... Mid-South, Perfection Believes. 2006. So, history is going to just repeat itself. Perfection is going to walk out of AHW, new champ, and there's not a damn thing that Paulie's going to be able to do about it. Paulie's a tough customer, though. But, Al, I'll give you this. If you do win that match, that belt is a pretty sweet-looking belt. That new whole, the blue strap and the Chicago motif on it. Really cool-looking. 
Yes, and perfection's gonna make it even look cooler or more perfect, so to say. And yes, you say poly is is a gonna be a tough challenge for perfection, but perfection, like he says, if he can get through that black and brave training to train under the person who beats Polly Tomaselli, history's just gonna repeat itself. That there's nothing else that perfection has to say about Polly Tomaselli. Now, you also have a date for the Heathen Starlight Invitational up in Woodthrop Harbor, and that's Sunday, June the 11th. The last time at that skate park when you wrestled, it didn't go so well for you. You were pretty much decimated by Metalhead in a matter of seconds. Look, look, look. Perfection's going to admit. Perfection. It, 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 so that was a Sunday. Perfection was partying that Saturday. Uh, Perfection might have had some... Uh, inebriating substances. Uh, so Perfection was just recovering. So let Perfection tell you that it's not going to happen again. So uh, what you're saying is you had some libations and you may have been a little hungover. Perfection will not confirm or deny. But you know, Metalhead's a tough guy. I mean, I guess there's no shame in, you know, coming up short against a guy like that. He's a monster, right? That That's true. Uh, and let perfection call to the attention that everyone who was striking and, and punching at the head of Mendelhead always hit their hand or hurt their hand or, or hurt their leg, right? Mm-hmm. But perfection was throwing full blows and, and nothing was happening. That's that's pretty tough, If you, you got to admit. Mm-hmm. No bruises on, on perfection's hand. Well, at least you weren't like Lizard Man now and just got thrown like completely into the front row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lizard Man is Lizard Man, and and that's that's how perfection is going to allow it. The, the, there's there's no comparison. So what do you expect at the Starlight Invitational? Uh, there hasn't been an opponent announced yet to my recollection. So uh, what are you expecting out of that show? There's there's not going to be much of an expectation other than perfection is going to come on top. Perfection is going to re- raise rise to the top and beat whoever that he then wants to put in front of perfection. So sure, it's a starlight invitational, but really, it's just a star celebration of perfection. Now you look don't look like a guy who would do hardcore style wrestling. But yeah, you were involved in this hardcore war for no regrets wrestling against guys named Johnny CK and Jared Thumb. Johnny even jumped off the bleachers and had a swanton on you through a door. So you're still feeling it after that crazy match? Surprisingly, perfection, perfection with, with a lot of uh, a good uh, company around him and, and, and a little bit of cash, perfection's not, not doing too bad right now. As far as that hardcore match, Yes, perfection does not do hardcore, but perfection knows that the only reason why it became a hardcore war is because Jared Thumb, who was also from Black and Brave, wanted to swindle and politic his way to make it make it a hardcore war, and he said that he had the disadvantage, which was completely ridiculous, just because he was champ. But perfection digresses. It was a hell of a match. Uh, it's definitely going to be up soon. Uh, no Regrets Wrestling YouTube channel, along with uh, Perfection's uh, Perfection Pro Wrestling 
uh, YouTube channel pretty soon. And definitely, if if you have if you weren't there, definitely need to see that. Perfection, Johnny, and 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 Jared Thumb definitely beat the hell out of each other. But Perfection knows that if Johnny wasn't there to begin with, which he shouldn't have, because long story short. Red Lytel, or sorry, Taylor Lytel of NRW, he took, he stripped perfection of a number one contendership. But uh, somehow Johnny CK decided, could fill that in. But it's in the past. Perfection's about the future. And perfection knows that he will be NRW champion, will be HW Midwestern champion. And whatever championship that Heathen's going to come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be a buck collector sooner than later. <laughs> easy. It's yeah. easy. Professional already got Gucci, Versace, and MK. So, a little collecting already. All right. And during that match, you would just mention we we're talking about the hardcore war. A friend of mine, Andy Kozlowski, posted on his Facebook some pictures and videos from that match. And you even beat up a stuffed animal. So what does this stuffed animal do? To all you? right. All right. You're, you're, you're starting to see now you're starting to rile up perfection, Mike. But it's OK. It's OK because perfection got his payback. So Johnny CK likes to walk around with this stupid. Uh, what, 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 what do you call it? Digi poke or or Pokemane, Pokemans, whatever called Eevee. Okay. Then in in a tag match, Johnny CK threw it at Perfection, and Perfection wasn't ready. Perfection, there was actually a slippery spot in the ring, so of course Perfection is gonna fall. So Perfection definitely needed that 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 revenge on that stupid Pokemon. And and perfection eventually did in that hardcore war. Did you did you see how perfection was just smacking it around? Because I'm sure sure that Johnny CK was was hurting inside, especially after taking Evie and 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 clutching it and having Evie help perfection spear Johnny CK through the door. Yeah, that was crazy. So. Perfection, perfection's okay now. Perfection's okay. Musa. Moving on, what are some of your long-term goals in the wrestling business? Uh, long-term goals, Perfection's always said this, everyone's long-term goals is either get signed or main event WrestleMania, but Perfection has even a longer goal, and that's be in the Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame. That's always been Perfection's favorite night, even more than the matches. Growing up, Perfection just loved hearing stories of like trials and tribulations of 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 you know every single wrestler who earned that spot so that's definitely the super long-term goal that's a great goal to have that's pretty awesome yeah perfection just one definitely wants to make his mark not only in WWE but like just in wrestling as a whole scene now perfection before we let you go why don't you go ahead and share your social media, whatever merchandise you might have, and upcoming events. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. Before we, we, we get into that, Perfection would like to ask you a podcast question. Okay. So, January 19th, 2021, you were 
desperate for guests for this little podcast. Perfection allowed to give you his services. And you said that you were booked the next few weeks, but you will keep perfection on your radar. Mm -hmm. That was two years ago. Yeah. And then if perfection can recollect, uh, you saw perfection at a warrior wrestling show. You said, Hey, perfection we need you on the podcast soon perfection said said all right all right all right you know what sent you an email perfection is pretty available for you and then five feet away you approach darius luttrell with the same offer and next thing you know darius luttrell is on this very next episode and don't know why because even at even a week before that Darius Luttrell forced Perfection to have facial reconstruction. And on top of that, you already had Jordan Cross 10 times on this podcast. Do you, you, know what, you know what happened in the, in the past two years? A lot has happened. And you have yet to come to Perfection for a podcast. Perfection had a five-star match with TW3. Didn't come to Perfection. Perfection became Rage and Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champion with, Ars- with Aaron Arsenal. To become perfect Arsenal didn't come to perfection after that. And even even one of the biggest highlights of perfection's career, wrestling AEW talent, Sonny Kiss. And yet, you still didn't come to perfection. Instead, you come to perfection after hearing about perfection versus Polly Thomas, Thomas Sally. See, stupid name. Can't even say it. Polly Spaghetti. That's when you decide to come to perfection. Why did it take that long? Why did a few weeks turn to two years? Oh, you were still on my radar, but uh, a rate a radar. Oh, still on the radar. Just because you say in the radio that you put me, you put perfection on a shelf. Perfection should be priority. You could have had so many, so much more listeners and viewers, but you know. It's okay. It's okay. Perfection's gonna let it go because perfection's actually doing you a favor because now that you have perfection, now you're gonna get all the subscribers. You could have had more. You could have had more. But now you will have more. So you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Why don't you go ahead and let us know your social media, merchandise, and upcoming events? So the easiest uh, way to find Perfection's social media would be Instagram, Perfection Pro Wrestler. There's a link tree. And if you use your little stubby little thumb to click that link tree, you'll find the rest of the socials. Uh, but if you're too lazy and just want to listen or whatever, Facebook, Perfection Pro Wrestler, YouTube, Perfection Pro Wrestler. No Twitter because Twitter's toxic. Perfection doesn't care what you say. All right. As far as merch, ProWrestlingTees.com slash this is what perfection looks like because, of course, it is. And as far as future shows, uh, let's see. May 13th is going to be now uh, run run Apple, APL. It's going to be a clash at the beach between the McClure family. Shout out McClure family, which is C. Mar McClure, Kit Kaiser, and your boy Roy, uh, along and friends, McClure family and friends, which is Wedding Crashers, uh, versus the Old World Order and Stash Dance. Uh, no need to shout them out because they're trash. But that will be that will be May thirteenth, 
in Appleton, Wisconsin at the uh, Game Day Sports Bar. And then believe the next week, or sorry, the day before that is actually Friday, May 12th, which is when uh, Perfection is get going after the Brew City Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship in a fatal four-way against Cody James, Cypher, an opponent announced that night. Uh, from the looks of the poster, it looks just like Akeem, so Perfection thinks Akeem might be there. Uh, uh, some way, shape, or form. But yeah, Perfection's going to walk away with that World Heavyweight Championship around his waist. And it's great. It's it's even better because Perfection went from a cruiserweight being only 200 pounds, and Perfection's been putting on size. Like, do you... Do you the viewers can't see, but just for your own pleasure, Mike, do you see these? Do yeah, you, you got these? some guns going. Yeah, guns. Can, can you guns. explain? Can you explain to the viewers what they look like? Yeah, the biceps are just popping. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Twenty-four inch pythons. Here we come. Getting there. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, perfection's gonna walk away, BCW champ. Um, and of course, uh, what this whole big shebang is about, HW Defiance, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, it's May twenty-first, Woodstock, Illinois. It's gonna be the same thing. Perfection's gonna be this time double champ because after that BCW championship, he's gonna get the HW Midwestern Championship. And taking away from that stupid old man, Polly Tomaselli, who uh, he thinks just because perfection has maybe less experience that that he's going to walk away easy. But it's not going to be that easy. And then 27th is going to be another uh, racing championship wrestling event, TBD. All right. Perfection. Thank you again for joining us. And apologies for not having you on much sooner. It seems like you got a lot of good things going on right now in your career. There was always good things, but like Perfection said, never came, but it's fine. It's fine. You're, you're welcome. The, the pleasure is all yours. That was a pretty fun and interesting interview with Perfection. He called me out on having specific people on the show more than a couple of times and Maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong, but Perfection is definitely someone you want to check out if you get the chance. He's a little cocky, sure, but confidence can take you a long way. All right, next week, we're going to recap action from Freelance and Freelance Underground, preview a big show from Chicago-style wrestling, plus, as part of coverage of WAW North America's upcoming A Night to Remember show in July, we welcome special guests Joey Roth, and Roxy Hart. They have much to talk about, and you can catch it all right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody. Bye.